now, this is the first Vicky night of the year, and I'm expectant. And uh, I was saying, God, what do you want me to teach your people? What do you want me to say before we get to a, a time of prayer? And God was very humorous. He said, what have you gone through? Just speak about it. And uh, let me have the first slide, if you don't mind, Sister Benita. I Can you see that? What does that look like? A bag, isn't it? On, on what? A virtual, isn't it? Okay, hallelujah. Me and that bag, we have a relationship. A very, very good relationship. And you'll be wondering what kind of relationship we have with that bag. Hallelujah. Some of my house foolish members will already be smiling. Okay? About two weeks ago, I had to travel back home to the UK. So, me and this bag traveled, isn't it? We went on a plane and uh, we were off. We finished what we were doing and we were to come back. Come back Sunday morning, get here for early mon- Monday morning, isn't it? So, being the way I am, my flight was 10 o'clock from Aberdeen to London Heathrow. And uh, I was in the airport by 8 o'clock. We boarded and then we were on the tarmac for one hour. Now, I had a transit in Heathrow to connect to Doha. One hour, there was fog, mist in Heathrow. You couldn't land. Am I correct? So, eventually, they said there's only for us to take off now. We'll continue circling until we get that slot.
backlog about two weeks. Oh, because you put a complaint in Zurich, this bag has to go to Zurich. Not from London again. We went to Zurich. And as soon as we got to Zurich, I said, okay, maybe they'll put it on Oman Air and get it in Oman. Then I called them and said, no, this bag is going to go to Istanbul. And from Istanbul, it's supposed to come to Muscat. I said, okay, whatever it means, I'm here already. Let this fellow come back. So the bag reached Istanbul, and it got to Muscat 120. I called the airport. I said, I have not seen the bag. They said, they don't have any bag like that. I said, no, 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 no. Go and check. And there was somebody that for, for no reason over the phone. He said, okay, I'm going to go to the warehouse. I'm going to check for you, and I'll call you back. And he went to the warehouse, snapped a picture, and sent it to me. And I said, yes, that's the bag. He said, okay, I'll come and get it. Okay? To the glory of God, I went there, and I picked the bag. Okay? And that was the bag on the trolley. You know? I said, finally, I have you. The contents is a different issue. The padlock was already open. I got home, opened it, and everything was there. Intact. Of course, some things that my wife ordered, some of them small, spoiled, but almost everything was okay. Nothing was missing. It arrived safely in a different route. It was a journey. Journey for me, journey for the back. But one thing we know is we are victorious to the glory of God. And that's why my message is journey to victory. Can I have the next slide, please? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we're going to talk about journey to victory. Praise the Lord. And it's the beginning of the year because we're starting another journey in life. Okay? We're starting another year. And we're going to illustrate you. We're going to see what God has in touch for us. And first of all, what is a journey? For example, what is a journey? It's something suggesting travel or passage from one place to another. Simple definition. An act or instance of traveling from one place to another. Are we correct? Okay. Now, I'm going to go delve in very, very quickly because I know we have limited time. So please pay attention. I'm going to give you examples of biblical journeys that we have. Okay. Number one, the Israelite journey. Very famous. I'll read from the book of Deuteronomy 8, 8-2. Deuteronomy 8-2. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to test you. To know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. 40 years in the wilderness. Are we correct? That's what we know our Bible, isn't it? Exodus 16.35 And the children of Israel ate manna 40 years until they came to an inhabited land. They ate manna until they came to the borderland of Canaan. Where was the starting point? Anybody? Where was the starting point of the children of Israel? Where were they based in Egypt? Goshen. Goshen. And where did they arrive at? They arrived at Canaan, but it was Jericho, isn't it? They crossed the and went to Jericho. That was the journey that they took. That was the journey that they took. It was supposed to be 40 days, I think. If you look at the map, 40 days, but it took 40 years. But that was the particular journey that we come back and we talk Israelite journey. Mine was almost like an Israelite journey. 60 hours just to get to Muscat. I went around 
the bag also, I think it went more longer. One week journey. That's more than an Israelite journey. The second journey that we can talk about in the Bible. Jonah. He's smiling. Not the Jonah in here. But the Jonah, Jonah in the Bible. Are we together? Praise the Lord. Jonah 1.17 Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Where did Jonah start his journey from? No, no. Where did Jonah start his journey from? Come on, Bible scholars. Joppa. Wasn't it Joppa? And where was his end point? Hmm? Huh? Nineveh. Exactly. But he went via Tarshish. I was supposed to come to Oman, but I went via Zurich. Isn't it? Even though that was not my plan. Jonah, that was his plan. Lord told him to go east. He went west. But what happened? He still came back to Nineveh. Okay? Straight journey, but he went on and he still came back to the destination. Are we together? That was Jonah's journey. As much as we had. And that journey, he also had it very rough. He slept three nights, three days and three nights in the belly of a fish. Ha! I wonder which kind of fish will swallow Jonah. Fish. I wonder how it was in the belly of the fish. All those slimy stuff. But the thing that means, I think the thing that amazes me, do you think a human being will survive in the belly of a fish, even if it's a whale? Do you think he will survive? He will survive. So it was a miracle that Jonah was even in the belly of the fish. And Jonah what prayed one beautiful prayer in the belly of the fish. How wish we locate ourselves in the belly of the fish that will be able to bring that wonderful prayer from our hearts unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because God enveloped him inside that fish. Otherwise, Jonah will be a dead man. Are we together? Go and meet any scientists. I don't think you can survive in the belly of the fish. Another journey we have is that of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Luke 2, 4-7. Joseph also went up to Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was a house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary his betrothed wife who was with child. So it was that while they were there the days were completed for her to be delivered and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. And laid him in a manger. Because there was no room for him. That was the beginning of Jesus' journey on the earth here. That point, that was the beginning. And he continued. You know, the prayer that would say he grew up in wisdom and in stature. He had an age. He was growing day by day. At one stage, he was also 14 years, wasn't he? 
Jesus would have been 14 years. So he grew. He moved on. In Luke 3, 23, it says, Now Jesus himself began his ministry at about 30 years of age, being as was supposed to the son of Joseph, the son of Heli. From zero to 30, he started his message. He started his, 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 uh, his ministry. Fast forward. Acts 1, 9 to 11. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up in heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will so come like in a manner as you saw him go into heaven. Starting point was Bethlehem. The ending point was where? Where was this? What did this take place? Mount Olivet, isn't it? That's when Jesus left. But he reached Mount Olivet through where? Through Golgotha. Isn't it? Went to Golgotha, went to Hades, and came back and finished his journey. Are we together? It took him 33 years about that time. But Jesus had a journey that he started when he was giving birth to on this earth and when he went back to be with the Father. And one thing I can say about Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is that he was victorious at the end. He was victorious. It might look like he wasn't going to get that victory when he was in Golgotha. Am I correct? My Lord, my Lord, why have thou forsaken me? The journey. My Lord, my Lord, why have thou forsaken me? But he moved on to victory. Hallelujah. So if Jesus can have a journey in life and be victorious, that means we can have a journey and be victorious. Was Jonah victorious? Yes, he was. Were the children of Israel victorious? Yes, they were. Now, we're going to look at journeys. We also have an understanding of our day-to-day lives when we're talking about journeys. Okay? And number one, a fact about journeys. One, a journey has a destination. Any journey you embark on has a destination. My destination was where? Muscat. Are we, are we together? The children of Israel was Canaan. Jonah was Nineveh. Jesus Christ was to be reunited with the Father. So any journey anybody disembarks embarks on has a destination. Are we in agreement? Whatever you start in this life, there is always a destination. Or a proposed destination, let's put it that way. Number two. Um, journey must have a path. It must have a direction. Are we together? I can't say I'm going to Mabela and I don't have a direction. Nowadays, Google has helped us, isn't it? So you can always map out where you're going to. 
But you must have a route. You must have a path, a direction you're going to. Now, something I put there, known and unknown. You can start a journey, but you don't know your, your path. I rooted my path, oh, Heathrow, Doha, Muscat, but it became unknown. At one time, I was just standing there. I said, okay, anyhow I get here, I don't care. I make, I, I, are we together? This poor bag that I had, that doesn't have a brain. He didn't, couldn't determine which path he was going to. Who knows, he could have gone to China. Are we together? So the only thing what I'm saying is there must be a path. Whether you know it or not, there must be a path. If you look at the children of Israel, they had a path in which they were supposed to go. But at one time they were going in circles, isn't it? The path was unknown. The destination was known, but the path was unknown. Sometimes we have that in our lives. Are we together? You know the destination, but the path is unknown. Sometimes that might be our own fault. Sometimes God might be leading you somewhere. A journey has a duration and timing. It has a beginning, it has an end. Hallelujah. 40 years in, in the wilderness. It had a beginning, it had an end. Six hours come to Muscat. It had a beginning, it had an end. I think Brother Putano was telling me about Angela. Angela, how long do you take it to come back from one time? Three or four days? Three days. From Canada to here, three days. But it had an ending. And you're united with your father and parents here. Am I correct? What is it in your life that you need to follow? God is here to tell you you need Are we together? Provided you have started with 20. Provided we started 1st January, the Lord does not come, we're going to get 31st December. The year will end. Are we together? It's a victorious end. You can take that to the bank. If God is involved, if God is involved, it must be a victorious end. Hallelujah. A journey to must be progressive. I can't say I'm journeying to my bell and I'm standing here. Not going anywhere. Am I correct? There must be a movement that you're going somewhere. There must be a progressive. There are some people that are journey. There's no start journey and they come back to the end point, beginning point, isn't it? The destination was somewhere else, but the destination ended up coming back to the starting point. Am I correct? But they have been moving. And the air remains stagnant. 
After today, there's no more 30th January 2023. Am I correct? It's moving. size and you stay in one place. Let them run and come and meet you. Because if you follow them, one, you get tired and two, they can disgrace you and you fall down. Because there's a progression in each. Am I correct? There's a progression in each. But what we are going to look at it. There's progress in your life. It's not the way you were before. That's the way you are. And I think sometimes we forget where we're coming from. And that's why when I like testimonies, I do look back and say, this is where I was coming from. And this is where I am now. We tend to forget that. We tend to forget that and everything. But God is reminding you, don't forget where you're coming from. Because if you can remember and see where God has brought you, you know where it's going to take you. Claims to 
that do not want to trust. And you know, I said, I, 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 I thank God I came the morning because I would have come in the evening trying to order and then I would have to come and take a again. But I learned that. So what was the way out? And so I would only accept it if I view my claim to glory. And so it's air writing. That was a claim in and they will be cut off. So I have to get that letter. Tomorrow I find myself in that situation. I know the So in every journey, there's a learning curve. This journey you're on is a learning curve. The master is teaching you something. He's teaching us something. Are we together? He's teaching you. Sometimes it's for your own benefit. Sometimes it's for somebody else's benefit. But just look out. It's a learning curve. Sometimes you go through things and God will send people to you to the same situation as you are. Sometimes you just build up character within ourselves. What am I trying to say? The journey is a learning curve. Think about Jonah. Jonah would have ever prayed like that the way he prayed in the belly of the fish. So I'm sure by the time he got to Nineveh, ah, he was a prayer warrior. Because those three days and three nights, he must have really prayed and it's come out of here. He learned something in the belly of the fish. You might find yourself in the belly of the fish now. But God is teaching you something. And when you come out, you'll be victorious for that. So you have to remain strong in that place. Because this is sure, but I'm going to get to the word. You might not like it. You might not want it. But it's a learning curve. Hallelujah. Are we together? Hello? Put this round of verse in place before I keep you here long. Last point. A journey can be aided or unaided. I can travel solo. I can travel with someone that will help me. Are we together? It can be aided and unaided. In this my trip, there are some people that were very fantastic. I don't know, they were God sent. When the luggage arrived, his name is Monsu, over the phone. Wait, I'll go and check it and I'll do everything for you. He did that, I don't know him. I know the way the airport, you cannot go inside. Am I correct? When I got to Zurich, the guy there, the duty manager was very nice. Explained everything to me. Gave me my hotel. Gave me my toothbrush. Everything. He checked, 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 checked. Very cordial. The next morning, the person I also met, he said, okay, I'll explain this to you. He gave me the options of what to do. He sat me down, explained everything to me. They took time and put me through. What are we talking? People that aided my journey to get where I was going to. Do I know them from anywhere? 
No. I was aided by God to do that. And this is your journey. You might need help. You might need support. You might have destiny helpers. And I think that's the time that we miss it in life. Sometimes God has sent someone to help you, but you fail to recognize that person. And that's why you have to be sensitive in the spirit. Am I correct? You have to be sensitive in the spirit. Sometimes also it's God himself aiding you along that journey. The two disciples, they were walking to where? Emmaus, isn't it? Who are they walking with? They were walking with Jesus. They never knew. They never knew. But their hearts were burning. They said their hearts were burning. They were full of it. They were full of joy. Because they were walking with somebody that was there. The best thing on a journey to victory is you have a partner in Jesus. You have that partner in Jesus, your victory is sure. That's why I, I'm always saddened when I see people that do not know Christ. Your journey, yes, you can see a destiny but it can be your wife, it can be your colleague, it can be the thing, but there's nothing better than Jesus walking with you. Now, I'll just conclude. Oh, we're going to pray quickly. Conclude. It's just something that I've just laid out there. And there's personal questions for you to ask him. My question is, what type of journey are you on? What type of journey are you on? Examine your life now. What journey are you on? What are you doing in Muscat? What are you doing on this earth? What journey are you on? Is it a real journey? Is it a children's journey? Is it the education journey? Don't get me, it's not wrong, but what type of journey are you on? Where is your destination? My destination is to get that degree, to get that job, to get married, to get that money in my account. What is your destination? From North India, South India, Nigeria, Kenya. But one thing I know, we have one destination. And that destination is heaven. That's we all share in common. We might have our different journeys in life, but we have one ultimate destination, which is heaven. Hallelujah. Where are you on this journey? We're going to start praying. Maybe the, the, the musicians can come. They'll come and start praying, please. Where is... Where are you in this journey? Where are you relative in this journey? Are we together? You sit down and look at yourself. Have you examined yourself? Where are you in this journey? Sometimes we think of New Year's resolutions. Am I correct? Where are we in this journey? What are the issues we are facing? What are the strongholds that need to be broken in this journey? Where are we? What is holding us back? Another question, what obstacles are we facing on this journey? Show me. If you don't have any obstacles in your journey, tell me. I want to be on that your trip. Please, if you don't have any obstacles, please tell me. 
Can anybody raise his hand, please? If you don't have any obstacles, you can. Even the school children will tell us they have an obstacle. Josh, what, what course is difficult for you in school? You're surprising me. What, what subject? Hmm? Literature. That might be his obstacle. But Josh, you can be victorious in literature when Jesus goes with you. The one I hear is math, 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 math. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a mathematician. I don't think that will be a problem for me. History will be a problem for me. But what I'm trying to say is, we all seem to have some obstacles in life. Have you mentioned it to the Lord? Have you called out to God and said, Lord, this is the obstacle I'm facing now. My last point is, do you need help? Do you need help from God? Hallelujah. The reason why I'm saying this is this. We're in journey in life. And if you need God to support you, you need to ask him. And say, Lord, I'm in this journey of life. This is the obstacle I'm facing. This is the issue I'm facing. I want you to be here with me. Are you together? In a moment, I'm going to call the leaders here. There's a sound that we're going to pray. And then after that, we just have one prayer point. We're going to pray. I'll ask the leaders to come up first of all. But I want us to take one prayer together. Then if there's anything that's in your heart, you want to trust God with, you want us to, to pray along with you, you come along and pray. Are we together? Hello? One of the things is we don't rest on the Lord on this journey. We're trying to do by ourselves. Are we together? But they said, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount on wings like eagles. They shall run and you shall not be weary. You shall journey and you shall not be weary. You shall walk and not faint. Just lift up your voices and say, Lord, I rest on you. I rest on you at this particular stage of my journey in life. The Lord said, take up my yoke on you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lonely heart. Where you are struggling, say, Lord, I'm resting on you. They say, Lord, I'm resting on you. Mention that problem and say, Lord, I give it to you. I hand it over to you now. That's your key to victory. We allow the Lord The second point, point is, is Lord, keep me from stumbling on this journey of greatness. There are obstacles I said, but you don't have to stumble. Say, Lord, mark my feet as I walk. As I take every step, walk with me. Lord, walk through with me in this issue. Lord, I pray that I will not stumble. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Church, sometimes you see people can embark on a, on a journey 
the journey of Salala within Muscat. He will just be roaming around, roaming around. Whereas what he's looking for is right at his forehead. But he will be moving around, moving around. What a journey. I pray that such journey has come to an end today in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. It is a powerful message we have heard today concerning the journey to victory. Journey has destination. Your prayer life should have destination. Your prayer life should have focus. Your prayer life should have direction. You don't just pray. Book of James 4.3 says, you pray and you did not receive. Why? Because you pray amiss. That is why your prayer life must have direction. It must progressive. Brother Karen was giving testimony here. When I was listening to him, if I heard him clearly, he was talking about November 2023. Right? But the miracle happened when? January. Your case is not different. I don't know what you are looking for. You have started the journey now. That God will show you the direction to follow in the mighty name of Jesus. Learn from the journey you have a back upon before. God will aid you in Jesus' name. He will lead you in the right path in the mighty name of Jesus. The book of Isaiah says you will hear from your here. This is the direction. Follow it. That God will show you the direction to follow as you embark on the journey of this life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will just read from Deuteronomy 20 verse 4. 20 verse 4 says, For the Lord your God is going with you. He will fight for you against your enemy and will give you victory. This is the testimony for you in the next victory night. That journey of life, the Lord your God is going with you in Jesus' name. Brother has called that prayer. I want you to pray again. Lord, I've commenced this journey. I don't want to travel the journey of Muscat or the journey of Salala within Muscat. Show me the direction to follow. Guide me to that direction. Guide me to my destination. In the mighty name of Jesus. Quickly add that, then we round up. That God knows the direction you want to follow. But God should show you. Not just showing it to you. He should guide you. He should aid you. So that you can get to your destination safely. So that you can testify to the glory of God. Pray unto God. He is here to give you that victory. The victory is this. is going to direct your path. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father we want to thank you. We want to appreciate you. For the message that you have opened this year, Victory Night, for us. You made us to understand that this journey of life has path, has direction, must have destination. As many that they don't know where they are going, I pray God Almighty right now, show them the direction to follow as they embark on the journey of this year in the mighty name of Jesus. You are promised in your world 
that you will go ahead of them. That you will go with them in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that every journey of your life this year and beyond, that God will lead you in Jesus' name. He will go with you in the mighty name of Jesus. He will direct your path in the mighty name of Jesus. He will come after you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. We bless your servant that you have used for all this day. We pray, Almighty God, that you will anoint him more in the mighty name of Jesus. So that we can receive more from him in Jesus' name. We pray for more direction. More direction in the, um, in the ministry that you have given unto him in the mighty name of Jesus. And you will guide him and aid him in that path in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We thank you for this victory night. Thank you for all the testimony that we have shared. Thank you for the one we are going to share. Thank you for all the blessings you have revealed. Thank you for the one you are going to reveal. Father, the journey for this year has started. Lord, lead our part in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray every journey of no lack in your life has come to an end today in Jesus' name. Every journey of no job has come to an end in your path in the mighty name of Jesus. Every journey of sickness has come to an end in the mighty name of Jesus. You will get to the destination of testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. We pray for Pastor God Almighty that you will guide him safely back here to man in the mighty name of Jesus. And the rest of our members that have traveled, they shall return safely in Jesus' name. And as we journey back to our different home, Father, guide us and aid us back home safely in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. For the rest of our program for the year, we pray, Almighty God, it's a journey. You will guide us safely to the success of those programs in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Let us share the grace together in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful night rest. <laughs>